Jan Blachowicz is showing everyone what Polish power is all about. The former KSW light heavyweight champion went 17-3 in his home country of Poland. This also included three tournament wins. So once he signed to the UFC, there was great expectation for him to become a top contender right away. But after going 2-4 with the promotion, he found himself on the brink of being cut. Then out of nowhere, he went on an 8-1 run and in the process became the UFC light heavyweight champion. And as I make this video, he is now set to defend his belt in a super fight against current middleweight champ, Israel Adesanya. Sanya. His career took a complete 180 for the better. So my question is, how did Jan Blachowicz get so good? Hey guys, it's Kian, and today I'm going to be talking about Jan Blachowicz. As of right now, he is the current UFC light heavyweight champion. And it still amazes me to say that, as I really believed he was just going to be another face in the division. But he truly flipped the script, and I couldn't be happier for him. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how he got so good. But before we get to it, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But he even the intro members get early access and video to the Kian Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. This month it was donated to the Ronald McDonald House Charity in Toronto, a charity that provides a safe environment and services to seriously ill children and their families. It's a charity we donated to before and one that many supports. So thank you to all the members on my Patreon for making this possible. And if you want to donate, all the info will be down below. Now let's get to it. Jan began his MMA career on February 25th, 2007. After losing his debut fight by decision, he signed the Polish promotion. Promotion, KSW. So on September 15th, 2007, he entered the promotion's light heavyweight tournament, which consisted of three fights in one night. In the quarterfinals, he fought Sebastian Olchoa. The two traded on the feet for most of the fight, and it was quite competitive. But in the second round, Jan secured a couple of takedowns, and that was huge in such a close fight. After two rounds, he won by unanimous decision. He advanced to the semifinals to fight Pavel Gazinski. Although Jan got taken down right away, he got back up and connected with a barrage of punches that dropped Pavel. Jan mounted him and threw ground and pound before the ref stepped in. In the finals, he fought Daniel Doda. Jan came out guns blazing from the start. Daniel was no match for his striking, and this led to him going down by more punches before the ref stepped in, making Jan the 2007 KSW light heavyweight tournament winner. Although he lost his next fight, Jan went on to enter the 2008 KSW light heavyweight tournament, and once again, he advanced to the finals. His opponent was Aziz Karoglu. After feeling each other out on the feet, Jan secured a takedown and threw ground and pound. This led to an armbar that forced Aziz to tap, making Jan the 2008 KSW light heavyweight tournament winner. He went on to pick up two more wins in 2008 before sitting out for nearly two years due to a knee injury. But Young came back and went 5-1 and one, and in the process won the 2010 KSW light heavyweight tournament. That one loss was to UFC veteran Ramo Sokoju, who he fought for a second time in 2011. And this time, Sokoju was the KSW light heavyweight champion. This fight was competitive as both men exchanged on the feet and on the ground after securing takedowns. But the biggest moment was a knockdown by Yan in the final round. He also stayed busy with submission attempts on the ground, and by the end, he won by unanimous decision, making Jan the KSW light heavyweight champion. Jan had three more fights with the promotion, with two of them being title defenses. In these bouts, he outclassed his opponents on the feet and on the ground, which earned him unanimous decision wins. And in January of 2014, he signed with the UFC. His first opponent was Alir Latifi, and Jan won the fight in the first with a body kick and punches. Six months later, he fought Jimmy Manoa. The fight took place in Jan's home country of Poland. The two were trading on the feet for the entire fight, but it was Jimmy who was maintaining octagon control and connecting with the more significant shots. And after three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. At UFC 191, Jan fought Corey Anderson. Although Jan secured a takedown and attempted an armbar, Corey was still the aggressor on the ground. And after three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Following this defeat, he fought Igor Pokrayak. Both men had their moments on the feet, but the takedowns and top control from Jan were the difference, which led to a decision win after three rounds. Five months later, he fought Alexander Gustafsson. This was a huge fight for Jan as Gustafsson was the closest to defeat John Jones 
Jones and Daniel Cormier at 205. So of course, Jan was the underdog. But despite Gustafsson's reach advantage, he was getting picked apart on the feet. Jan was mixing up his combos very well in this fight, and was connecting with the overhand right and left kick. But Gustafsson found success in the clinch and on the ground. And although the fight was in Jan's favor whenever the two were standing, it was Gustafsson who quickly began to take over as most of the fight was spent on the floor where he threw ground and pound. And after three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Regardless of this defeat, this was a very impressive showing from Jan. At UFC 210, Jan fought Patrick Cummins. This was a back and forth battle on the feet that saw both men drop each other with punches. And although Jan had his moments on the ground, the wrestler and Patrick was able to find more success. And after three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Six months later, Jan fought Devin Clark. Jan definitely had his job with the UFC on the line due to his second two-fight losing skit. And although he got rocked early by a right hand, he ended up submitting Devin on the feet with a rear naked choke. Following this win, he fought Jared Cannonier. And Jared found success early on the feet as he pressed forward and connected with some nice punches and kicks. Jan was unable to get anything going and it really seemed like this was going to be the narrative of the fight. But in the second, Jan began to use his size to his advantage. He was now avoiding most of Jared's attacks. Jan also began to counter with some nice shots. This included punches that dropped Jared, which gave Jan top control where he threw ground and pound. But he also secured a few takedowns in the round as well and did the same. This meant that round 3 was any man's fight. And it looked like it as they went all out on the feet where they both had their share of success. But Jan definitely stole the round with a takedown and top control. Yet I do think Jared was attacking more from the bottom. Basically, this was a very close fight. But after 3 rounds, Jan won by unanimous decision. 3 months later, he fought Jimmy Manoa for a second time. This time it took place in Jimmy's home of London, England. And although he came out strong on the feet, Jan was returning some big shots of his own. This included a right hand that dropped Jimmy. And although the fight looked moments away from ending, Jimmy survived and landed some more strikes. The heavy leather continued to be traded in round 2. And although Jan had his moments in the clinch, he also ate some hard shots. Going into round 3, both men looked tired. But Jan had enough to outstrike Jimmy on the feet and take him down at the end of the round. And after 3 rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Which was a huge win for Jan as he was ranked number 11 in the division while Jimmy was number 4. After this win, he fought Nikita Krylov. Although Jan got taken down early, he reversed the position off a guillotine attempt. And in the second, he secured a takedown of his own. This led to an arm triangle choke that forced a tap. Jan's next fight was his first UFC main event. His opponent was Thiago Santos. For the first few rounds, the action was kept on the feet where both men had their moments. Most of the strikes were kicks and Jan connected with some nice ones. At the end of round 1, he tried to bring the fight down, but that was easily denied by Santos. Plus, he was landing the better punches throughout the fight. Regardless, it was pretty close. Until in round 3, Jan rushed in and got clipped by a big left hand. He went down and Santos got on top where he threw punches before referee Herb Dean stepped in. At UFC 239, Jan fought former middleweight champion Luke Rockhold, who was making his debut at 205. Luke overlooked Jan big time prior to this bout, because he believed he was the more elite fighter. And to be honest, it looked like it as he was throwing and landing some nice kicks early on. But Jan also had his moments in this round, which included a left hand and a head kick that dropped Luke and had him wobbly going back to his corner. And in the beginning of round 2, Jan was taking over on the feet. This led to the two clinching up and once they separated, Jan connected with a big left hand that dropped Luke. He followed up with ground and pound before Herb Dean stepped in. This win truly put Jan on the map and gained him a lot of fans as well, because many did not want Luke to win after everything he said prior to the bout. Jan's next fight was his second main event with the UFC. His opponent was former Strikeforce middleweight champion, Hanaldo Jacare Souza, who was making his light heavyweight debut. It was an uneventful 5 round fight that took place mostly in the clinch, but Jan had more success on the feet with leg kicks and a knockdown in the final round. By the end, he won by split decision. 3 months later, he fought Corey Anderson for a second time. Corey had a good amount of momentum behind him going into this fight as a win would lead to a title shot against champion John Jones. But Jan spoiled that plan by finishing him in the first with a right hand and a hammer fist. After the win, he called out John Jones who was in attendance. And later on, John agreed that Jan was his next matchup, but then he relinquished the 
belt in order to focus on his move up to heavyweight. So Jan fought for the vacant light heavyweight title. Jan's opponent was Dominic Reyes. Although Dominic landed some nice kicks in this fight, so did Jan, especially to the body. This slowed Dominic down which led to him eating punches. And in the second, Jan connected with a left hand that dropped him. Dominic ate ground and pound before the ref stepped in, making Jan the new UFC light heavyweight champion. This was his most recent fight and although there were talks of him defending his belt against Glover Teixeira, he got an even bigger fight as UFC middleweight champion Israel Adesanya is set to move up and fight him at UFC 259. Now I'm not about to give a prediction to this fight as I'm the worst at those, but if Jan wins this fight, it would be huge for him and his legacy, especially since there's so much promise surrounding Adesanya. So after being on the brink of getting cut by the UFC to becoming the promotions champion, my question is, how did Jan Blachowicz get so good? The biggest thing I could point to is experience. Of course he had a ton of that in KSW where he showcased his striking and ground game, but obviously the UFC is a much higher level, and his first fights with the promotion saw his ground game disappear, which led to decision losses due to him getting out grappled. The only defeat early on by striking was from Jimmy Manoa, who was a killer at this point and had a lot of hype behind him due to his one punch knockout power, but still he was unable to finish Jan. Plus Jan avenged his defeat. The only time he got finished in his UFC career was against Thiago Santos, who was also a heavy hitter and was on track to become champion. But like many contenders at light heavyweight, they were stopped by John Jones. So when he left the division, it was a huge opportunity for everyone at 205. But it was Jan who took advantage of the situation and prevailed. I will admit the division is very shallow, especially with John Jones and Daniel Cormier no longer there. And this caused an influx of middleweights to move up and try to find success. But Jan spoiled their party. And a huge part of that was due to him finding the confidence to unleash the Polish power. In my opinion, the win over Luke Rockhold was the start of that. Because not only was it a signature win that Jan was missing from his UFC career, but all the build-up tension from Luke's trash talking really sparked a flame in him. And after that win, Jan rode with that momentum and reached a level that no one thought he'd reach. I also want to credit Jan's age as a factor for his recent success. For him to win the belt at 37 shows that he went extra hard on his most recent run in order to make it to where he is today. Because Jan even said after the Jacare fight that the clock was ticking and he only has 3 fights left. Maybe those plans have changed due to him capturing UFC gold, but if his next fight against Israel Adesanya is his last, and if he wins that, it would possibly be the greatest storybook ending to an MMA career. And although he is the underdog in this matchup against Adesanya, history shows that Jan shows up big when he is being overlooked. Many thought Corey Anderson and Dominic Reyes were going to defeat him, but not only did Jan win, but he did it in very dominant fashion. This formula of time ticking and Polish power is really doing wonders for Jan. Even against a wrestler like Corey Anderson, he was able to dictate where the action went and make it his fight. The only unimpressive win on his most recent run was against Jacare, which was a matchup that he was the favorite in. But with his next test being against someone with so much hype behind them, and going from 37 to 38 prior to that, I can't wait to see how this all plays out for Jan Blachowicz. My name is Keon and this is my take on Jan Blachowicz. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you on my next one.